<clears throat> all right, all right. Okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LD Talks Facts right here. Chris Spencer Facts, like always. It's a nice Tuesday morning. And uh, I'm going to do my football episode right here. Got my week five of the 2020 season predictions. Later on, I'll be doing my Monday Night Raw review. Let me just take a sip of my water real quick. Uh, excuse me. All right, here we go. So, on Thursday Night Football this week, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Chicago Bears. Both teams at 3-1 and one right now. You know, at first, if the Bears would have beaten the Colts, I definitely would have picked the Bears in this game. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Nick Foles, I don't think you can put the blame on Foles for the loss of the Colts. The Colts have a really good defense. They seriously do. And this is a Super Bowl rematch right here, Super Bowl 52 rematch of Brady and Foles. People can say, well, it doesn't mean anything because they're on two different teams. No, it still does. That's still in Brady's mind right there, back of his mind, thinking, you know what, this guy, this guy beat me in the Super Bowl right here. So I am going to go with the Bucks in this game. I love what I saw from Brady against the Chargers. I watched a little bit of that game on a Sunday, and through five touchdowns, almost 400 yards. He played a really good game, Brady. The Bucks played a very good game, especially Gronk with uh, the clutch catch back in the fourth quarter, kind of like how we had against the Rams in the Super Bowl, in Super Bowl 53. You know, I mean, with Gronk so far, I haven't really seen much of him, to be honest. You know, we know he is older, but he'll have his games where he looks like the old Gronk. I think this is a huge game for him to step up. I feel like Gronk might have a big game against the Bears. Nick Zilbert's against a really good defense in the Bears. I think he's going to step up. So I think Bray should definitely target him a lot. Because I think, you know what, I think he's going to look like the old Gronk in this game. You know, we know the Bears' defense is tough. It's one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. They're definitely going to put a lot of pressure on Brady. But the Bucks, I feel like, are going to pull it out, and they're going to get the win. I don't think Nick Foles is going to get to Brady this time. And we know revenge is on Brady's mind. So, you know, you mess with the GOAT, you're going to get it right there. You know, everybody was saying, oh, the Bucks look mediocre after the first two weeks. Well, well the first three weeks, because they beat the, you know, they didn't do that great against the Broncos. They beat up on a pretty good charge. Well, not beat up. They did good against a pretty good Chargers team. You know, Brady was able to pick apart that defense right there. You know, he really he really stepped up. He really did. So, I love what I saw. But I feel like Bronx going to really step up in this game. So, I'm going with the Bucks. All right, now we'll go to our first game on Sunday. We got the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. So, the Panthers are bounced back after starting the season 0-2. They started the season 0-2 last year. And they wound up winning four in a row. So I believe they're going to win their third straight game in a row. They're going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are going to stay winless. It was a big win, though, for um, Carolina on Sunday when they knocked out the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And the Cardinals have struggled now the last couple weeks. So that was a big win. Like I said, you really can't sleep on Carolina because they're in that division right there. We know Atlanta's not going anywhere in that division. We know the Bucks most likely are going to win that division. So it's going to be tough between the Panthers and the Saints. You cannot count out the Panthers. When they get McCaffrey back, they're going to be a whole lot stronger. So you cannot sleep on the Panthers right now. You cannot. And Bridgewater, he's looked good. You know, that's why I love that sign right there. And I've always had love for Teddy Bridgewater. I always have respect for him. I'm glad that he's gotten this opportunity after all that he's been through. And he's stepping up. You know, he proved a lot last year with the Saints. And he earned his starting job right here with the uh, with the Panthers. And I'm sure, like, say if Breeze would have retired for the Saints, I'm sure Bridgewater would be the starter right now. Because he is something. He is a really good quarterback, Bridgewater. You know, he had a lot of potential. Starting off, we know the knee injury fucked him up. But you know what? 
He's playing good. He's a good quarterback. He seriously is. A, he's still a good quarterback. Whether you want to admit it or not, he's still a good quarterback. And the Falcons now, they just lost to the Packers last night on Monday night. Well, hey, they didn't blow a lead last night. So now they're 0-4. I don't know what to say about the Falcons. They just really have crumbled, you know. I mean, is tanking? Well, they're not gonna. I don't think they're. I don't, I don't think they're tanking. I think they are just a bad team. Um, you know, some people, some people could say, "Oh, Trevor Lawrence could be the answer for uh, the Falcons." I don't think he is. You know, Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. Whether you want to, whether whatever you want to say about Matt Ryan or not, he's still a great quarterback, and they have a good offense. The Falcons. It's the defense. They have no type of defense. Their defense can't stay healthy. They have one of the worst D's in the league. Well, my Dallas Cowboys are number one in that, being the worst defense in the league. We'll get to them in a little while. But the Falcons' defense is just bad. Their offense is good. They do have a good offense. Matt Ryan's always been a good quarterback. I wouldn't say Trevor Lawrence would... would well, actually, well, obviously Trevor Lawrence would be better, but I don't think he's really the answer. You need defense as well, you know. The quarterback can only do so much. He does get a lot of blame, Matt Ryan, but you also got to blame the coaching staff as well defense you know the quarterback's not playing defense it's very easy to blame a quarterback it seriously is it really is but you know I still I still see him as a good quarterback you know he definitely deserves a Super Bowl ring after you know that whole 28 to 3 thing with the Patriots they should have won and nobody would be saying anything bad about the Falcons you know they could say Matt Ryan has a ring and so does Julio Jones what are you gonna do but I'm going with the Panthers in this game I believe they're gonna continue their role right here Let's see what happens. And I believe the Falcons are still going to be winless. All right, now we got it. Let's see if this game actually gets played. We got the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. So we know there have been 16 or 18 members in the Titans organization that have tested positive for the coronavirus. We know uh, recently they all took tests and they all came back negative. So there's a start right there. So if this game does get played, which I hope it does, I am going to go with the Buffalo Bills. We've got two undefeated teams right here. We've got the Bills at 4-0, who just beat the Las Vegas Raiders. And we got the Titans still 3-0. They couldn't play against the Steelers because of all the positive COVID-19 tests. So I'm going with the Bills in this game. I love what I saw from Josh Allen this year. You know, you know, he definitely could be up there in MVP candidates when you think of it, if he keeps it going. But I still would go Russell Wilson all day because he damn well deserves it. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Josh Allen's a really good quarterback, and they're gonna have a great test next week when they play the Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night football next week. So that's gonna be a huge test right there. But this still is a huge stretch right here because the Titans are a good football team. They're a good football team. But I believe the Bills are going to stay undefeated. You know, the Bills made a lot of good offseason moves, you know, especially against Stephon Diggs. You know, and the defense, too, has gotten better, you know. Bill fans been waiting for a really good Bills team in a long time. Well, the Bills were good last year. They were good last year. But, you know, they did lose in the wild card game, which they shouldn't have lost. But, hey, it happens like that. But I, lo- I love what I've seen from Josh Allen, you know. I, know, I, I have compared him a lot to Lamar Jackson when it comes to, like, they're both the same, you know, quarterback in a way. You know, they, they can run and they can throw. You know, they improved on their throwing, but they've always been able to run. But it's going to be a great game this Sunday between the Bills and Titans, but I believe the Bills are going to stay undefeated. So I think we're going to see a really good game from Josh Allen again. All right, next we got the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are actually 12-point favorites in this game. The Raiders have fallen off now after winning the first two games. Now they're 2-2. Two and two. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs on this one. I believe the Chiefs are going to stay undefeated. Um, just the Raiders have just really fallen apart now in the last two games. You know They've had a huge chance to take advantage, but 
they could still make the playoffs, you know, probably get that wild card spot, but now it's just like, how much more mediocrity can the Raiders have? Because they had a really good 2016 season. Ever since then, it's been mediocrity. Especially bringing John Gruden in for all these years now, and they've done absolutely nothing so far. How much more can you do? Gruden's got, like, what, six more years after this year? How many more times are you going to miss the playoffs? And I'm not saying the Raiders will miss the playoffs, but at this rate, they will. You know, but I'm going with the Chiefs in this one. I believe they're going to stay undefeated as well. You know, they beat the Patriots last night. You know, it was a good game right there. Mahomes, great as always, was able to beat, you know, beat Belichick right there. And they beat Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham. And I'm glad to hear Cam Newton's doing well. You know, he tested positive for COVID. I hope that he's doing well. And we'll see him in the next game that they play. You know, but um, I think, you know... I just always love what I see from Patrick Mahomes. You know, he is just consistently good. You know, you gotta love him. Seriously. You know, and um, it's just gonna be interesting. You know, with the Chiefs, the rest of the way they go. You know, they haven't had no Super Bowl hangover. Usually, some teams. Usually some teams, after they win the Super Bowl, they have, like, that kind of hangover for a little while. The Chiefs haven't. They definitely haven't. They're 4-0. They're going to go 5-0 against the Raiders. You know, it's a division game right here, and the Chiefs are 12-point favorites, which is a little bit crazy, but... Man, well, they are the... <laughs> they're the Chiefs, you know. It is what it is. The Raiders have fallen apart. If the Raiders were, like, 3-1, if the Raiders would have won the last game, or if they would have beaten the Patriots, probably would be a little bit different. But I'm sticking with the Chiefs on this one. All right, next we got the Cardinals and the Jets. So the Cardinals have fallen off now after winning their first two games. Now they're 2-2. Two and two. You know, Kyler Murray hasn't looked that good the last two games, especially against Detroit and uh, Carolina. They just haven't looked good. But this is a huge game to bounce back in because you're facing an 0-4 Jets team who just lost to the Broncos last Thursday. You know, I think the Cardinals, in reality... They should blow out the Jets. And I'm going with the Cardinals in this game. They should blow out the Jets. After losing the last two games, you know, there's a lot of frustrations with the Cardinals right now. This is a huge chance to take out your frustrations. Take it out on the Jets right here. You have a huge opportunity to do it. And I'm sure you see, I see a lot of Jet fans who just, you know, they're fine with losing because they want Adam Gase gone. It still is crazy how they could have hired Cliff Kingsbury, who was on the card, who was the Cardinals head coach. He could have been the Jets head coach. And look what the Jets could have been this year. They could have been like, like kind of like the Cardinals are. Even though the Cardinals have struggled the last two games, they're going to be fine because they'll bounce back against the Jets. It's a huge game to do it, even though you could say, oh, but the Jets are 0-4. It's still a huge game to do it. We know the Jets are a terrible team, but that's what the Cardinals need. They need to face a really bad team to get them going. There's a huge opportunity. Because if the Cardinals lose to the Jets, they won't make the playoffs because they won't be taken seriously. And it'll be a downfall from there. That's why the Cardinals have to win this game. You cannot fall 2-3, and three, especially to the Jets. If it was to a good team, well, you're still not going to make the playoffs. Even if they were facing a good team on Sunday. If they were facing, like, the Seahawks or whatever. Or, like, the Bills. Then, you know what? You're not going to make the playoffs. You're just not. But I believe they will bounce back this Sunday. I think they're going to blow out the Jets, which they really should. <laughs> they really should. They should really blow out the Jets. The Jets shouldn't even have a chance in this game. And I really do feel bad for Sam Darnold. I know I've kind of, you know, criticized Sam. But you know what? It's not his fault. It's all Adam Gase. It's all Gase right there. If he had Klingsbury there, 
Darnold would be would be a different quarterback. Well, not really a different quarterback, but they'd be winning. And they even mentioned the Michael K show yesterday. Michael K is asking him, you know, you know, you won a lot in college, and now you're losing and losing and losing. And I'm sure it's definitely getting to Sam Darnold. You know, he did fine when Todd Bowles was there. But we know we know Todd Bowles is a better, you know, defensive coach. He's proven that. He's, you know, better as a defensive coordinator. He, he seemed to work good with Darnold. I think the Jets would be a little bit better if Todd Bowles was still there. You know, they, they took a chance on Adam Gase. They took a chance, you know, because he did good with Peyton Manning. And he did okay with Tannehill that one year. So they just thought, you know what, let's take a chance on him. It hasn't worked. It just hasn't worked with Gase. It hasn't worked at all. The Jets need to let him go. You know, you, you know, even if they somehow win this game, they, they, they have to let Gase go. I feel bad for the Jets. I really do. You know, usually I don't feel sympathy for a lot of teams, but I do feel bad for the Jets because these fans are probably one of the most loyal fans that I've ever seen. There's so much losing and losing and losing. They haven't been to the playoffs since the 2010 season. It's been a decade since they made it to the playoffs, and they're not going to make it this year. You know, you really can't say Trevor Lawrence is the answer. You need a better head coach. Donald could be the answer for the Jets. I think Donald is a good quarterback. He needs a good head coach. That's why they should have hired Cliff Kingsbury. Maybe they should look at Urban Meyer. Maybe bring him over. You know, or maybe even try Nick Saban. Maybe try to pull him out of Alabama. I don't think that would work. I'm just throwing out scenarios. I'm not saying that would work at all, but he needs a better head coach. And I'm saying he did better under Todd Bowles. I feel like I'd be more comfortable if he had Todd Bowles still there than Adam Gase. It's the truth. Even though the Jets were still a mediocre team when Bowles took over, except for the one season 2015 when they almost made it to the playoffs, I feel like they would do better if he was still there. But what are you going to do? I'm going with the Cardinals. I do, I do feel bad for the Jets. I seriously do. I really hope they get a good head coach in the future and they're able to get led to the promised land because they deserve it. These fans, these Jet fans deserve it. They've waited so long. They've waited so long and it's just like, they just, they need a savior. Like for a head coach, you know, you know what I mean? Just bring back Rex Ryan if you have to. I don't know. But I feel bad for them though. I really do. Alright, next game. Pull it up real quick. Let's see. Next game we got a battle of Pennsylvania. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let me just say this real quick. I am fucking so pissed that the Eagles won <clears throat> against the 49ers. I am so pissed. I couldn't even believe it. I was so pissed at that game right there that they beat the fucking 49ers. I know the 49ers are shorthanded without Jimmy G, and they've had a lot of injuries on defense, but really? The Eagles would have been mediocre. They, they couldn't beat the Bengals. They tied with the Bengals. They blew a lead to Washington. The Rams are a good team, so you can't say anything about that. But you're able to beat the 49ers, a team that was in the Super Bowl last year. I understand they're shorthanded, but really? I was so upset when I saw the final score. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, you got to be joking. I was so pissed off. And now the Eagles are in first place in the, in the terrible NFC East. Oh, my God. It just it is what it is. You know, the Steelers this year, like I said, I mentioned before, when they were going to play the Titans, but that game got postponed. Like I've, I like what I've seen from the Steelers this year. They got a really good defense, and they could definitely, the Steelers could definitely compete with the Chiefs. The reason why I'm saying that, not offensive-wise, that defense could shut them down. With Watt, Hayward, Fitzpatrick, that defense could definitely, it could definitely shut down the Chiefs. 
That's the only way the Steelers can beat the Chiefs. Say if the Steelers and Chiefs meet in the playoffs this year, that's the only way the Steelers can beat them. That's the only way. You know, not offensive-wise. We know Big Ben, he's had a good comeback season so far. He's looked good. And Juju, I love Juju Smith-Schuster. It's one of my favorite guys in the NFL. You know, you know the Steelers look good, and I think they're going to stay undefeated and go 4-0 against the Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like we're going to see a really good game. It's a battle of Pennsylvania. I feel like we're going to see a nice close game between these two teams, and I'm going with the Steelers. And need the Steelers to win because of my Dallas Cowboys, you know, is what it is. But I think we're going to see a really good game this Sunday. You know, I, I love what I saw from Big Ben, and I got to admit, Carson Wentz played a good game against the 49ers, even though the 49ers defense is shorthanded. He stepped up. I'll give him that. He did step up. I will I will give him credit where credit's due. I, I hate Carson Wentz, but I'll give him credit where credit's due. You always got to do that. You know, but like I said, I, lo- I love what I've seen from the Steelers this year. You know, Big Ben's having a great comeback season. Could, could be the comeback player of the year. He really could. But we'll see how he goes the rest of the way. You know, like I said, I love Juju. I love their defense. I love Fitzpatrick. I love Y. I love Hayward. You know, this is a good Steelers team. There's not, there's no drama now with Bell and AB, you know. and Well, Big Ben has drama as well. There's no drama. And the whole Mason Rudolph thing. Oh, my God. That was crazy. There's really, there's no drama. That's drama-free for the Steelers. And that's good. That's good. All right, next game we got... The L.A. Rams taking on Washington. Again, this is another team we need to win for us right here. So the Rams, you know, they really should be 4-0 because they were they came back down 28-3 to the Bills a couple weeks ago. And they come they came back and took the lead, and they got they did get screwed on a, um, a non-pass interference call, and they wound up losing. But, hey, they bounced back against the Giants on Sunday. So I believe the Rams are going to win this game against Washington. They're going to go 4-1. You know, Washington's really falling apart right here. After the after the first week of the season, all the Washington fans were out saying, oh, look at Washington. Don't sleep on Washington. Don't sleep on the football team this year. I'm like, guys, you won one game. Like, you act like you won the freaking Super Bowl. And they've fallen apart since then. And they're going to continue to fall apart. So I'm going with the Rams in this game. The Rams are going to go 4-1. The Rams have really made me eat my words this season so far. You know, I said this. Well, I didn't say they were going to be terrible, but I said they need to step up. They have a really good defense. The offense is questionable, but Jared Goff has really stepped up for the Rams. He seriously has. i got to give him credit, once again, where credit's due. He has really stepped up. They should have beat up on the Giants a little bit more. That's all I'm saying, but they only beat them 17-9. That's, uh, I mean, come on. You should have beaten up a little bit more. That's all I'm trying to say. They should definitely beat up on Washington. They said... Ron Rivera said Haskins, they might pull out Haskins and go with Kyle Allen or maybe even Alex Smith. Well, not really Alex Smith, but Kyle Allen. Why not let Alex Smith play? He hasn't played in two years. You know, it's amazing the comeback that he's had. He'll definitely get to play, but Haskins, maybe Haskins isn't the answer. Everybody talked about, you know, Haskins being the answer for the Giants, but the Giants didn't draft. They drafted Daniel Jones, and he struggled too now. So, I don't know. It's like, okay. But I'm going to go with the Rams, you know. This is a big game for Washington. Washington really has to step up, you know. They're just falling apart. They, had, You could tell, oh, but they have a chance in the division still. Yeah, but you're going to keep going down and down and down. And then if you bench Haskins, then you lose all confidence with him. And then that's it. And Haskins is still young. Dwayne Haskins has to step up this Sunday. Whether they win or lose, win, lose, or tie or whatever, he's got to step up. You're facing a really good defense in the Rams. You have to step up. I understand he's young. 
He's in his first full season in the NFL. I understand that, but the kid's got to step up. If he is your franchise quarterback for the rest of the way, he's got to step up in this game, or else he's going to get benched. And then you lose all confidence with him, and then what's next? Then you're going to think, oh, wow, what do we do now? (laughs) Then you're going to have nothing. That's all I'm saying. But I'm going with the Rams in this game. All right, next game we got a division rival right here, the uh, AFC North. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Jeez, the Ravens are 13 and a half favorites in this game. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I do believe the Ravens are going to win this game. I'm going with the Ravens in this game. Um, congratulations to Joe Burrow, though, and the Bengals. He got his first NFL career winning over the Jags on Sunday. You know, and Burrow's having a really good season so far. For a rookie, you know, I think he was the first rookie to throw 300 yards in three straight games, I believe. So he's playing good. He's playing good, Joe Burrow. A lot of people were thinking, like, oh, how is he going to play? He's playing good. You know, it's not it's not how he was at LSU, obviously. You know, the Bengals, like I said, they have to build around this kid, Joe Burrow. They have to build around him. You know, I'll, I'll still say it to this day, if Tua didn't get hurt for Alabama, he would, he would be playing for Cincinnati right now. He would. But, you know, Joe Burrow, he's he stepped up. He came out of nowhere in LSU. And he's playing good so far in the NFL. He's playing okay. You know, he doesn't have an O-line, which it does suck, but they got to build around him. they got to draft, you know, you got to draft defense as well because the Bengals' defense isn't good, and they're going to get destroyed by the Ravens <laughs> this Sunday. Lamar Jackson's going to run up and down the field like it's nothing. You know, and the Ravens, they had a, they had a huge bounce back win against Washington. They needed that after <laughs> that embarrassment on Monday Night Football against the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. Um... Yeah, but I'm going with the Ravens in this game. You know, it's a big game for Burrow here, you know, especially being a division rival game. You know, he already, he already had that against Cleveland. Now he gets his first taste of Baltimore. He's got to step up against them. You know, like I said, whether you win, lose, or tie, this is a big division game right here for Burrow. Just step up right there. I don't, I don't think Cincinnati by any means is going to win this game, but I'm going with Baltimore. I feel like it's a big game for Burrow to step up. Like, he played good in his first division rival game against Cleveland. Let's see how he does against Cincinnati. Um, I'll say Cincinnati. Well, let's see how he does against Baltimore, and then eventually down the line when they play the Steelers, we'll see how it goes. All right, uh, next game, our last one o'clock game of this week. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's an AFC South matchup: the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. <clears throat> well, hallelujah! Bill O'Brien is no longer the head coach and the GM of the Houston Texans. Houston Texan fans can finally smile and be like, "It's over. It's finally over." Bill O'Brien should have been fired after that DeAndre Hopkins trade, and everybody will agree with me. He should have been traded. I mean, not traded, Jesus. He should have been fired right then and there for that trade. That's what I meant to say. He should have been fired right then and there. They should not have given him any other chances. Just terrible. And I hope that guy never gets a job again in the NFL. Never does. I understand him and DeAndre Hopkins had beef right there. I understand they did, but that was a terrible trade. You know, if they would have got, like, first-round picks for him, which they didn't even get a first-round pick. They got David Johnson, who's washed, in a second-rounder. Like, really? You couldn't even get a first-round... You couldn't even get a first-rounder. Are you kidding me? Terrible. And I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson to sign that extension. It's a whole clown show out there in Houston. It's a whole clown show out there. It's terrible. I feel bad for the kid. 
I feel like he should have signed that extension, but you know what? He's staying loyal to Houston, and he's a very humble kid to Sean Watson. I love the kid. I do. I just feel bad that he's going to be there the rest of his career, it seems like. He should have just... Because <sighs> I think he would have had, like, a 50-year option coming up, and I think he maybe could have tested free agency. I don't know. I, I feel bad for him. I really do, but... At least you want to Bill O'Brien there anymore. They're got an interim head coach now. Let's see who they get down the line. Maybe they get a really good head coach after the season. I mean, can the Texans still make the playoffs this year? I mean, it's very unlikely, but maybe under new management, maybe they have a chance, but still, they have, there's a lot of problems still. They got rid of one problem, but they still don't have it. He doesn't have an O-line to Sean Watts to protect him. The defense is, eh, defense is, mm, it's whatever now. But you feel bad for him. A lot of careers have been wasted out there in Houston, like J.J. Watt. Now Deshaun Watson's getting wasted. DeAndre Hopkins was wasted. It's really a shame. It really is. You feel bad for these guys. But I believe Houston's going to get their first win of the uh, year this week over Jacksonville. I'm going with Houston in this game to get their first win. All right, so now we go to our first 4 o'clock game. we got the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. You know, listen, I understand what the Dolphins are doing. They're trying to protect Tua, but let this kid play. Seriously, you've got to let this kid play. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you should be competing this year. You should not be using Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick's only had one good season in his career, and that was in 2015 with the Jets. That's it. Give this kid Tua a chance. Let's see what he's made of. I understand they're playing it safe with, his, with the injury that he had back in Alabama. I understand that. They want him to be fully healthy, but I believe he is fully healthy. Or else he wouldn't be the backup right now if he wasn't fully healthy. Give this kid a chance. Let him play. I am going to go with the 49ers in this game, but give Tua a chance. There's a reason why you got him. Don't let him sit on the bench. Give him a shot. Let it, let's see what he's made of. Because I believe Tua is definitely going to be a superstar in the NFL. He definitely is. I definitely see him as a superstar. Give him a chance. Don't, don't waste him. Because you could be winning some games right here. And the Dolphins, could they could definitely compete. I'm not saying with the division. They could definitely maybe get a wild card spot down the line. If they compete, you give this kid a chance. They will win some games. They will definitely win some games. Of course, he'll make some rookie mistakes. Kind of like Burrow will make. And like Justin Herbert will make. That's part about being a rookie. And when Trevor Lawrence eventually comes to the NFL, he'll make mistakes. It just, it just happens. Give this kid a chance. Let him play. Let him play. Don't be like, don't be losing these games right here. Don't let Fitzpatrick play. Give Tua a chance. Everybody keeps talking about it. Let the free Tua. Give him a shot. Let's see what he's made of. I don't believe even if he was playing this Sunday, I would still pick the 49ers. But let's see what this kid is made of. You have to give him a chance. You just have to give this kid a shot. Let him play. Because he damn well deserves a shot right here. And especially if he's healthy. Because obviously if he, was, if he wasn't healthy, he wouldn't be the backup quarterback. Let's see what he is made of. Give him a chance. Give, hashtag give Tua a chance. Hashtag free Tua. I want to see what he's made of. I really do. Everybody else does as well. Even people who aren't Dolphin fans. I'm not a Dolphins fan. And I want to see Tua get a shot. But I do believe the 49ers will bounce back against the Dolphins. This Sunday, we don't know when Jimmy G is going to come back. We and who knows who'll be the starting quarterback? It'll either be C.J. Bret Hart or uh, or Nick Mullins. <laughs> we'll see though. I'm going with the 49ers still. 
Alright, a few more games to talk about. We got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five more games to talk about. We got the Indianapolis Colts and the Cleveland Browns. This is a good matchup right here. Two teams, <clears throat> surprisingly, they're three and one. Because we knew that the Colts' defense is good. Same with the Browns. Why well, on the Browns? Yeah, the defense is not nah, the defense is questionable, to be honest, actually, this year. Um, with the Colts, you know, the defense we don't we know is good. I was very skeptical, you know, because they lost Eric Ebron, who was placed for the Steelers now. They still have T.Y. Hilton, but, you know, that was a big piece losing in, in Ebron. And especially them signing an aging Phillip Rivers. And so far, Rivers, he's done he's done good. He's done good. He threw his first, he threw a, he threw his foreign career touchdown a couple of games ago. So, congr- uh, late congratulations to, uh, to him. You know, he, he, he stepped up this year, Phillip Rivers, so far. You know, he didn't look good last year with the Chargers. You know, it looked like his age was really getting to him. He's stepping up this year so far. Um, and the Browns, you know, after getting destroyed in the first game by the Ravens, they've really stepped up the last three games, beating the Bengals, beating Washington, beating my Cowboys, you know, especially them putting up 49 points against my Cowboys. We'll get to my Cowboys in the next game in just a minute. But, um, yeah, they're playing good football, the Browns. They really are. Their defense is very questionable. You know, the defense, they don't have a good defense. They definitely don't. But um, other than Denzel Ward and... Miles Garrett, their defense is, you know, <laughs> not it's not good. But I am going to go with the Browns in this game over the Colts. I think we're going to see a really good game between Rivers and Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has stepped up as well. Everybody keeps saying that he's a bad quarterback. I mean, last year he had a bad season, of course. Yeah, he did. Last year was terrible. But I think he's getting his confidence back. That's what Baker Mayfield needs. He needs that swagger that he had in his first season. He needs that swagger where he's going crazy and having fun. He needs to have that type of swagger. Because last year, he looked like he wasn't even having fun at all. He looked like he was out of it every game. You know, it is what it is. Maybe he was going through a lot of shit. I mean, who knows? We don't know what these players and athletes are going through in their lives. We don't know. That's what he needs. He needs that swagger back where he's having fun, dancing around. That's what you need from everybody in this league. That's what you need right there. You need that type of confidence. But I'm going with the Browns in this game. I thought we are going to see a really good game from Baker Mayfield. You know, you're facing a really good defense now in the Colts. You're facing a really good defense. So, we'll see what happens. All right, now we got the New York Giants against my Dallas <coughs> Cowboys. And I got a lot to talk about right here. I am really sick of this Cowboys team. I seriously am. We are truly the laughing stock of the NFL. We really are. I had to like take time to admit that. This year we are terrible. We are lucky to even be one and three. We should be 0 and 4. We should not have beaten the Atlanta Falcons. If only they were smart enough to pick up the ball on the onside kick, we would be 0 and 4. And we damn well deserve to be 0 and 4 because the last three games we've allowed 30 points or more. We almost allowed 50 points. We allowed 49 points last game. 49 to the Browns, who have been inconsistent for so many fucking years. Seriously. To the Browns? I mean, come on. I understand all the talent that they have, but they're the Browns, for God's sakes. Come on. I was so pissed after this game. I was so mad. I remember I, like, I walked to my friend's house, and I had so much adrenaline. I was walking fast, I didn't even notice. I was so pissed. I was so pissed after losing to the Browns. I was mad as hell. I really was. 
this team needs so much help right here on defense. And now Joe Looney is out two to three weeks now. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me now. The O-line is, is in shambles. You know, Tyron Smith just came back. And we know Zach Martin's still there. But now losing Joe Looney, who just came back, it's like, oh, my God, here. Like, what the hell? Tony Romo would have got killed with his O-line. You'd be dead with his O-line. It's just crazy. And it really is crazy to see, quote-unquote, Dallas Cowboy fans ridicule Dak Prescott. Even if I even if I wasn't a Dallas Cowboys fan, I would definitely call out the people going after Dak Prescott. The guy has thrown 450 yards in the last three straight games. He threw 502. 502 yards against the Browns. Half of a thousand yards right there. 502 and people are still blaming him. How the hell is it his fault? I understand Prescott last year and the year before that he kind of struggled a little bit. I understand that. I understand that. But Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He's an elite quarterback. He is. He seriously is. He's got a great arm. You know, he's very strong. He's got good speed. You know, he's mobile. They don't use him as a mobile quarterback. I don't know what Kellen Moore's thinking. And Mike McCarthy's a joke. I mean, I was kind of skeptical when they hired McCarthy. I thought, okay, let's give him a chance. All right. Let's see what he's made of. All right. Let's give him a chance right here. Hopefully he bounces back after the whole shit with the Packers. It hasn't worked. It, it just really is hard to watch these guys. Especially Stephen A. Smith laughing at us again. It's like, this is a joke. You know, that just fired up the Cowboys right there because they made a whole mix on first take about the Dallas Cowboys. I hope the Cowboys are watching that game. I'm not watching that game, sorry. They're watching that uh, that clip, excuse me. That should fire you up right there because you're getting laughed at. And I don't mean to make this a whole thing about my Dallas Cowboys, but this is just the truth. Let's just go to some people here. Jalen Smith has done absolutely nothing since he got paid in the offseason last year, before the 2019 season. He's done absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. His first two seasons, he was doing really good. Last year, he disappeared. And this year, he's been nowhere to be found. Demarcus Lawrence, who got paid um, before the 2019 season, was actually in March of 2019. He did nothing last year, and he's done nothing this year. Absolutely nothing this year. He'd rather tell kids to go get a different jersey than actually play the game of football. He's done absolutely nothing. Him and Jalen have done nothing. Nothing at all. This is embarrassing. This is completely embarrassing to watch this team. It really is. And I'll be watching this Sunday with my boys. My friend was a Giants fan at his house. So we'll see how that turns out. You know, I know he'll probably talk, he'll talk a lot of shit, of course, even though he knows his team sucks. <laughs> it is what it is. It's still a rivalry game right here. It's not going to be easy. I'm picking my Dallas Cowboys to win. They are nine-point favorites. They should be nowhere near that. They should be like two-point favorites. I don't care the Giants are only four, and they have a lot of injuries. I don't care. They should not be nine-point favorites. They really shouldn't. Because this is embarrassing to watch this team right here. It's completely embarrassing. This is not fun at all watching this football team. It is not fun. It is bad. This team needs to wake up right now. Seriously. Alright, next we've got the Broncos and the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Patriots in this game. You know, we know Cam Newton most likely is going to play. And they definitely should win. The Broncos, you know, even though they beat the Jets on Thursday Night Football, they don't stand a chance. This is all all way going to the Patriots. 
in this game. It'll be a huge bounce back win after losing to the Chiefs last night. So I got the Pats in this game. And next we got the Vikings and the Seahawks on Sunday night. Seahawks still 4-0, and I believe they're going to stay undefeated and go 5-0. and You know, the Vikings finally got their first win against Houston. They barely beat them. And we know how Kirk Cousins does, how he does on uh, primetime games. I feel like he's going to do really bad this Sunday against the Seahawks, in my opinion. And I believe the Seahawks are going to stay undefeated and go 5-0. and And Russell Wilson's going to continue his MVP chase right here. He definitely is. And now in our last game, Monday Night Football, the Chargers and the Saints. Drew Brees' former team before he started off with the Saints. Before he, before he went to the Saints, started with the Chargers. This is going to be a fun Monday Night game, especially for Justin Herbert in his first uh, primetime game. You know, I'm going with the Saints in this game because they got Michael Thomas back. Now they got their offense fully back together with Brees, Kamara, and Thomas. You know, I feel like the Chargers are definitely going to compete this game. They definitely are. I feel like Herbert is going to do good in his first primetime game, but I'm sticking with the Saints. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. I'll do my Monday Night Raw review later on, and I'll talk to you guys later.